Welcome to episode 16 of the Padres podcast, a weekly message of hope and encouragement for those deployed on Op Cabrit and for their families and friends supporting from home. This is Padre Matt Dietz, the chaplain to the British troops serving in Estonia and Poland, and I thank you for being part of our podcast community, especially for this, the Christmas episode of the Padres podcast. Now, my choice of question for the theme of this week's pod almost needs no introduction, and it is this. Have you seen the light? Have you seen the light? It's a great question. And of course, it's a phrase that we use all the time in the army, very much part of our vernacular. If there's a soldier of any rank who doesn't quite get something and it's then explained to him or her, it's common for someone to comment, oh yeah, they've now got it. They've seen the light. It suggests a new level of understanding, a new nugget of knowledge obtained. We talk about light bulb moments and dimmer switch details all references to having been in the dark until you get it and people say, ah, you've seen the light. It's fun. It's part of our banter. But have you ever wondered where it comes from? What is the original meaning of the expression, you've seen the light? Well, the answer is that it comes straight out of the Bible. It's written in the first chapter of John's Gospel, the great prologue, read out at Christmas carol services every year, including our own next week. And it's going to be the subject of my Christmas podcast for this week, which I trust, as ever, will encourage you and bring you hope as we lead into Christmas. So John, who wrote the Gospel, wasn't even born when Jesus came down into the world. He's not John the Baptist, that's a different bloke, Jesus' cousin in fact. And John, or Yohanan, to give him his Hebrew name, it was a common name then as now, John, very common name. So this John we know was a brother to James, a fisherman. And just like Peter and his brother Andrew, it's quite likely that they were all in the same fishing business together up on Lake Galilee. But John was by far the youngest. He was probably just a teenager when Jesus called the fishermen to be his disciples. He was absolutely convinced that Jesus was the one, the long-awaited Messiah. And despite being the youngest, he could see things from a different perspective to the others. Just the more earthly men just didn't get it. John was a natural poet. That doesn't mean that he wrote rhyming limericks, but what he did write much later in his life, his gospel, his three letters and the book of Revelation. Well, they are all crammed full of imagery and deep spiritual language metaphors, which are so profound when you look at them close up. The prologue to John's gospel is absolutely brimming with such imagery. And our phrase, seeing the light, is just such an image. John is drawing from the prophet Isaiah. I mentioned him a few weeks back. And it was he who prophesied that the people walking in darkness would see a great light. John could see quicker than anyone else that this man Jesus, whom he had left his life as a fisherman to follow, well, he was, he is that light prophesied all those years ago. Let's listen as a friend who needs no introduction reads John's famous prologue to his gospel for us now. The Bible reading is taken from the New Testament, the Gospel of John. 
the prologue to the first chapter and reading from verse 1. The Word made flesh. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all humankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning the light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognise him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, to, be God. to God. My thanks there to the Battle Group Commander for reading this special Christmas episode of the Padres podcast. So what light can we shed on Christmas from the reading today? Well, takeaway number one is this. It's not much fun living in the dark. You'll know from being out in the field at night, it's incredibly difficult to operate in conditions of total darkness, literally pitch black. We all need physical light to survive, and we all need spiritual light to thrive. John saw Jesus as the true light that gives light to the world, and so do I. So my question is this, how about you? Darkness is dull. Darkness is dim. Live in the light. It's so much better for your soul. Takeaway number two. John says, famously in his prologue, that the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. And quite literally from the original Greek, that means that the Son of God pitched his tent. That's what it means, pitched his tent right amongst his people. We know a lot about pitching tents in the army. Imagine if the chief of the general staff pitched his tent right in your harbour area. Why? Because he wanted to just hang out with you to live life alongside you, to give you the benefit of his wisdom and just chew the fat, spin some dits, live life to the full. Well, that's exactly what Jesus did when the word became flesh. Although this wasn't CDS, this was God with us, Emmanuel. It's an amazing image and one to ponder this Christmas time as we prepare to celebrate Jesus' birth. Finally, takeaway number three. John testifies at the end of the reading, We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. 
He can say that because he was there. Right from the moment he left his fishing boat with his brother and his mates and followed Jesus the Messiah. What a journey. What a decision he made that day to step out of that boat. I take my hat off to him for having the courage as a young guy to go for the adventure rather than to stick with the predictable. He chose courage over comfort and he saw with his own eyes the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. May we choose courage over comfort and make our own leap of faith this Christmas to step out of our metaphorical fishing boat, whatever that looks like for you, and step out of darkness and journey like John did towards seeing the light. Later in life, John was beaten, he was imprisoned for his faith, but his writings, his pure poetry, have inspired billions of people down the centuries. And I, for one, thank him for his witness, which has encouraged me to step out of my comfort zone, out of my darkness, to see by faith that this man Jesus truly is the light of the world. Amen. And so we come to our time of prayer, asking for God's protection over our forces deployed and our families and friends left behind. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you watch over us when we are awake and when we are asleep. You guide our ways and direct our paths. You strengthen us to serve you as we strive for peace and you lift us up when we fail and when we fall down. We ask for your protection over us, members of the Enhanced Forward Presence Battle Group deployed in Estonia and the squadron deployed in Poland, and for the safekeeping of those loved ones we have all left behind. In whatever circumstances we find ourselves, and whatever befalls our nearest and dearest back at home, help each one of us to put our trust in you and to receive your love for us day by day. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our prayer. And the Enhanced Forward Presence Prayer. Almighty Father, though we are many, make us one in you, so that wherever you call us to be, we will have the courage, the strength and the determination to do our duty in unity and in friendship. We ask this through Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. And the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. So there we are, the Padres podcast for this 16th week on operations, the week leading up to our Christmas in Cabrit. Have you seen the light? My thanks to the battle group commander for reading this week, and indeed for his encouragement of me in writing and recording these Padres podcasts. And whatever you're doing in this week ahead, I want you to know that I, as your Padre, am alongside you, both to share in your moments of great joy 
And let's be honest, those moments of often profound sadness too. Time away from families and friends, particularly at Christmas, is a time often of deep reflection, which is good, but can sometimes unearth emotions and memories which are painful. So don't grizz it out on your own. Do be in touch, and I'd be more than happy to meet up and talk it through together. Those of you down in Poland, I'm only a WhatsApp call away. Your chain of command have my number, and you can call me at any time, and I will return your call, even perhaps especially on Christmas Day. Thank you to those of you listening in faithfully back at home, our families, friends, faithful podcast supporters. As ever, we are grateful for your support and for your prayers, and indeed for the gifts that you've sent us to make our Christmas as joyful as it can be. You are a blessing to us, and we appreciate you. Until next week, therefore, this is Padre Matt ending this Christmas episode with words from John's prologue. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. Now that's worth celebrating this Christmas alongside everything else. And may the light of the Christ child illuminate your life and mine this Christmas tide. Amen. <laughs>